This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So, let's look at the NBA. But first, we've got to get to some breaking news that unfolded last night. The Detroit Pistons have lost their 25th straight game. Buries them both seven straight at crunch time without Lowry marking them. 117 to 100. Don't know if you could hear in the background the harmonious chants of huh. sell the team. That's right. The Pistons uh. fans have had enough. Even though I would say if you're going to be bad, at least do it historically well. Because that's the uh-huh. thing. Like, not only are they bad, they're in contention for being the worst team of all time. Like, 25 straight, that's crazy. This is the fourth longest streak in NBA history, one shy of the single-season record of 26 and the overall record of 28. So, Jenks, do they go for history here? Do they go for 28 straight? Do it. You guys can do it. I I don't remember exactly who sent this tweet yesterday. But the number of players who were out for the Jazz last night, it was yeah. crazy. I don't think Laurie Markkinen played. I think Colin Sexton was out. Their best players were sitting. And so everything's set up for, look, you're at home. You've got not a great team coming to town. They're without their best players. If you're going to win a game, this is the one to win. This is the one, and they still couldn't do it. Oh, I think they could set this record. This is a bad basketball team, and this was their one shot. It's set up perfectly for them, and they still couldn't do it. And that's why yeah. I take this drink <laughs> for fans of the Pistons. I'm sorry, guys. You've probably been boozing since last night, and you haven't stopped, and I don't blame you because this is embarrassing. Woof. Yeah, it is embarrassing because, like you said, the Jazz have been terrible on the road. They had a total mm-hmm. of two wins on the road. Two. Two wins. Oh. They didn't have Jordan Clarkson. They didn't have Lori Markkinen. They didn't have any of their best players. So if the Pistons can't win this home game, I don't know what hope they have. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they can go for history in the next few days. But what about tonight? What are we expecting in the NBA? Let's start in Philadelphia. The Sixers and the Raptors squaring off. Sixers big favorites here, eight and a half point home favorites, total of 229 and a half. I'll say this about the Sixers. They have been pretty good against the spread. One of the best covering teams in the NBA at 19 and eight ATS and especially at home covering the number Mm -hmm. 11 and four is their record when playing in Philly but this is also a big number 
And I am seeing that it's up to nine in some spots. So we oh might boy. get a bigger number as the day rolls on. But do mm -hmm. you like the Sixers here? I actually do. And I don't like laying big numbers like this, but it's just hard to ignore how good Philadelphia has been at home this season. They have been unbelievable. And they're coming off that huge performance from Joel Embiid, which I was stunned. I saw a lot of people against the Timberwolves because they're big in the middle with Rudy Gobert and those guys. And Joel Embiid just didn't care, dropping a 50-burger on those guys. So they're coming off a huge win. They're 11-4 and four against the number in Philly this season. Raptors are 4-6-1 and one against the number away from home. And they played earlier this season in November 2nd in Philly. Sixers won by 15. So I can see why money is coming in on the 76ers. I'd lay it. I like that play as well. Uh, it is a big number, but what we've seen from this Philly offense, when they are firing on mm -hmm. all cylinders, they have scored at least 124 points mm. in, uh, I believe, seven of their last eight games. Like, they're a juggernaut. And clearly, it was a tough matchup, like you said, for Joel Embiid last game against the T-Wolves. And they scored 127 points. So Toronto is a team where offensively, I feel like they can't keep up. They are not nearly as fast-paced or uh, overwhelming on the offensive side of the ball. They kind of need to keep it close and you know beat you with their defense. I don't think that's going to be the case. I will take the big number and Philly at home. Up next, we're going to the Nuggets and the Nets. We've got the Nuggets four-and-a-half-point road favorites. Total of 231-and-a-half. Jenks, do you have a play in this game, or are you looking elsewhere on the card tonight? Oh, I... You know what? I like the under in Brooklyn. That's what I like. Nuggets and Nets. I, I don't want to get... I don't want to get in front of Brooklyn because Brooklyn has been great at home this season. Now, the Nets are middle of the pack on defense, but Denver is fifth in the NBA in points allowed. The under is 5-0 and oh in Denver's last five games. The Nuggets are also 10-6 to the under this season. So I think we get a low-scoring game. 231 and a hook seems really high, especially when you're talking about that Nuggets D. I'm going to go under tonight at the Barclays Center. I will say this is usually the spot where Denver looks almost beatable. Uh, eight and eight on the road as opposed to 11 and two when playing in Denver. But also they've been really good as favorites this year. 18 and eight straight up. Straight up. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if this number is big enough for me to take the Nets here. Like I would consider it, but we're also seeing this line move. Open at four and a half now up to five in some shops. So I think it's a no play for me, even though I kind of want to take the Nets here. All right, so we've got a few other games. Hawks, Heat, Sun, okay. Suns, Kings, and Mavericks and Rockets. Do any of these strike your fancy? I think the one that sticks out to me, the Rockets laying nine and a half. Mm -hmm. Is Luka not playing? I would assume so, right? He has to be out, right? Is that right? He's not playing? He, Yeah, he's out. He can't be. There's no way that with Luka in the lineup that this number would be so high. That said, I would still lay it with Houston. The Mavericks are really banged up. Luke is banged up. Kyrie Irving still isn't playing. Derek Lively has missed some games. And mm -hmm. man, I don't know how long this trend is going to continue, but Houston has been awesome this season at home. They cover the spread at an 83% clip. And not only this, or not only that, their margin of victory this season is 11.2 points per game. That is fifth best in the league. Dallas is solid on the road, but they're not the Rockets. So I'd lay it in H-Town. 
I think I would as well. Uh, Houston also been one of the better covering squads uh, in the NBA, just straight up. Uh, 15, 8, and 2 against the spread. A nice, pleasant surprise in H-Town. It is a big number, but think of the the stats that Luka Doncic brings to the team. Like, if anybody fills out a box score, it is Luka Doncic. So when you take that production out of the lineup, I think it's going to be a tough hole to fill for this Mavericks offense, especially when none of their other good players are playing either. So I'd be with you on the big favorites. Jenks, would you have any interest? And I know you've done this before, so I feel like I can tempt uh-huh. you in a big favorites money line parlay. <sighs> would you do this or have we learned our lesson? <laughs> no, I refuse to learn my lesson because God, by God, I'm going to hit one of these. I'm trying to, I got to pull up the website because I want to see what the value would be here. But what if we parlay, we could do Rockets money line, Sixers money line, and I can figure out what the odds are. I don't know if that would be worth it or not, but that's something Hmm. I would consider, I think. Yeah, my BetMGM is being very, very slow. Uh, Let's see. Has anybody pulled this up just yet? Because it looks minus 400 and minus 400. Oh, gosh. I already have another parlay that's being constructed here. Uh, let's see parlay does it say minus 178 so we would need another team or another uh, yeah, we gotta add something else. is there anything That's else you like on the slate today oh god let's see well alright yeah minus 178 and then you add well if you just added I mean if you feel very confident I really like the under in that Nuggets Nets game I gotta look at Matty mm-hmm. Matty, Matt, okay Matt likes that because Matt is a big Nets fan so I always like to make sure I get his input when I make a bet on Brooklyn if you add just minus 110 and go to the under then you're almost two to one plus 198 I don't mind that that's a nice little parlay Ooh, look at us it's not just big <laughs> look at favorites. us look at us two to look one who are we who sure. are we so we'll do that how about these Christmas Day games? Like, I haven't handicapped these because I think it's a little too early because we need to know who's playing, especially, yes. you know, if Jimmy Butler's playing for the Heat. I think that's one I want to watch, the Sixers Heat, if Jimmy Butler plays, and maybe the Celtics and the Lakers. Like, I think that's the one that I do want to make a point to watch is the mm-hmm. Celtics and the Lakers. Other than that, like, I'm not super interested in the rest of these. Well, I don't blame you. And also, it's pretty fascinating just from a – from a top-down perspective, is that the NBA used to own Christmas Day. You used to always mm-hmm. watch the NBA. And now, what, there's three games in the NFL? The NFL is coming for everything. And they kind of can, whether you like it or not. It really doesn't make a difference. They're talking about, okay, we're going to have more double headers on Monday night. Oh, and now on Christmas Day, I know that used to belong to the NBA, but now we're going to have a triple header. So, I will be fascinated. The nerd in me will say, hmm, I wonder how many people actually watch the NBA when the NFL is on instead. Well, and also, like, Warriors Nuggets doesn't have the same feel to it when the Warriors are kind of having a weird year. Like, if they were firing on all cylinders, maybe, but I don't know. It just feels a little meh. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.